0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to PDX Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to do a little bit of a change-up for our episode because I think there's something that really needs to be talked about and addressed. I've done it a little bit before with the Black Lives Matter episode, but today we're going to do one with uh, a buddy of mine, Jermaine, and he's going to do an interview, so I wanted to bring that on here just to be able to give a lot more insight it is a longer episode as well so if you guys need to take it in doses, i totally get it but i do highly recommend you guys um just listen to it how you guys can because this episode is going to be one that is going to really just bring a lot of clarity as well as a lot of joy and also conviction into the hearts of all of us because we all need it we all need to hear the truth and to be able to be people that are living out of love and not just saying that we are love so um yeah this is going to be a great change up we are going to go back to our regular creative podcast next week but i just really wanted so bad just to to shed some light into this because it's so important guys so please listen to the whole episode in chunks if you have to because i know it's a longer one but i assure you it's not going to be one that's going to waste your time at all hope you guys enjoy
1: Williams, um, and welcome to our first ever live uh, Town Hall meeting. Uh, So in this meeting, um, what we're about to do is have a discussion uh, about social justice. Uh, This is something that I know God has been really putting on my heart to do, um, and so we're really going to do this. Um, This is going to be for God's glory. Um, and for the building of the church um, and, and, and its functions and, and really reminding us uh, of our voice, uh, that we do have a voice uh, as the body of Christ and as individuals in it. Uh, that when we, see, when we see something wrong uh, that's happening in our world, the Bible says, according to the words of Jesus, that we are salt and light. And one of the things about being salt salt is not just a preserver, um, but it is also an agitator. It's a healer. And so so we are meant to go into the wounds. We are meant to go into the areas that are hurting, uh, to bring life and to bring restoration and healing. And so we are not salt, Jesus said. He said the salt loses its its potency. He said it is just going to be trampled on. And since I have gotten back um, I have noticed that a lot of the church has been trampled on. Um, and even in these past, uh, I would say, a couple weeks, it seems like a lot of churches, even though they try to speak out, a lot of them have been hushed up, and the salt is losing its potency. Um, but I declare now that the devil is alive. Um, we will be strong in this time, and we will be light in the midst of this time. So. Um, so as we go into this time, uh, we have a moderator who is going to be asking questions uh, to the panel. It's going to be a panel of two people, uh, myself and a very dear uh, man of God. Uh, he's a very dear brother to me. Uh, his name is uh, Victor, uh, Pastor Victor, uh, with uh, Gold City Church, uh, which is actually a conjoining church with our own ministry. And um, God has uh, has really done a lot in his life, and so. We're going to sit on this couch here, and uh, we're going to talk about what what God is speaking to, and what He wants us to do in this time. So uh, would you please welcome uh, Victor. Yeah, right here. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, how are you, Vic? I'm doing great, man. How are you? good Uh, welcome to our living room (laughs) i love it uh this is uh quite interesting and i know um i know god's going to use this time i really do um our our nation in many ways is is hurting yeah um we are going through and i'm saying this as both a christian but also as an african-american um and it is it is hard because we are dealing with system, and that's yeah. something that we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, we're dealing with a system of hatred, yeah. you know I mean, when I was born, I wasn't born saying, "Man, I can't wait to get out of those Spanish places, you know yeah. and stay away from all these white people. I didn't grow up like that. Yeah. Um, hatred is taught, and so so uh, you you pastor uh, in Richfield, Washington. Um, which is a very i 've been to your church, very multiracial yeah. um, what is the Lord speaking to you about this time? I mean what you know dealing with the system of how everything has been taught uh, hatred wise um, before we get into the conference, um, what, what is what is the Lord putting on your heart for this
2: For me, a, a lot of the things that God is in my heart is that there's a heart issue mm-hmm. that um, a lot of people have mm-hmm. and the thing is that I know the, the hard thing to even want to hear is that Jesus can actually change someone's heart come on and that's the mm-hmm. thing that I think that we don't want to get Jesus involved mm-hmm. in something where he needs to be involved
1: mm-hmm.
2: where we need to pray more for the individuals that mm-hmm. are actually having things against us mm-hmm. that pointing and judging Uh, When we don't do it correctly, it's because we're actually ministering through uh, the flesh. Mm -hmm. But if we judge correctly, like Jesus pointed out, if we judge, we judge how the Spirit judges. Come on. You know, we judge by appearance. Mm -hmm. But we know that God is not like that. He knows Mm -hmm. everyone's heart. Mm -hmm. So, what God has been just teaching me about is like, watch your heart in this season. Mm. Watch. Of your eyes. What's your mind? Like what are you feeding into it? Mm-hmm. Because when you feed into it, that's mm-hmm. what actually is going to show. Come on. You know, so um, it's it's very important for us mm-hmm. to know what we're consuming. Yeah. And every there there's everything that seems to be wise in this moment. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. And everybody will question someone's opinion with another opinion, and mm-hmm. it will seem wise. And it reminds me honestly of the story of Job hmm everyone had an opinion if come you look on, at everyone's opinion yeah. it seems like like legit it seems like wow they, it makes sense yeah but yet i'm even reading that story and i'm like wow Job. yeah what did you do <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> like yeah what's your problem why would god let all these things happen you know mm-hmm. i know in the beginning it was to test you and all of that but mm-hmm. see because you don't know the end of the story Ah, uh, yeah 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 That's you good. know and then the, you start to see the end of the story that, uh, that God actually starts rebuking the people that seem to be wise.
1: hmm
2: And started honoring Job and asked Job to pray for them. Wow. For their sins. Wow. This is the position that we need to be in. Come on now. Pray for people's sin. Mm-hmm. Pray against darkness. hmm if, if God, if we believe in God, that he has a power to bring light when he says, let there be light, mm-hmm. why can't we speak like our father? Wow. Let there be light wow. in dark places. Come on. The, the, I, I believe that the, uh, the, the thing that uh, we should not do mm-hmm. is think that we can actually do something.
1: Wow. Mm. Mm.
2: Especially if we're not in our right mind. Right, and we don't have a right heart. Mm-hmm. If if we're speaking out of hatred, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and we're speaking out of being a victim, mm-hmm. then we're only going to cause more hate. Wow. That's we're good. we're not going to fight. You can't fight fire with fire. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. If you fight fire with fire, more destruction will happen. Wow. More burning will happen, and what have we seen lately? Yeah. Destruction. Yeah. People are hurting. People Mm. are mad. They're Mm. upset. And when you're mad, Mm I don't know about you, man, but when I'm mad, Uh. (laughs) I make the worst decisions ever. Come on. And I actually, how would it say, I actually fight to make it right. Mm. Like, to make it seem like it's a good decision. Right. Justify. Yeah, justify. Like, I'm I'm so mad and I'm going to make other people believe, Mm. you know, that it's right. When mm-hmm. I know deep inside is wrong, why? Because mm-hmm. my heart's not right. Well, and I think a lot of people right now are so angry to get their mission mm-hmm. and their vision mm-hmm. across all the people, mm-hmm. but are not willing to hear them out. Wow! Well, like this is where we stand, and if mm-hmm. this is the line,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and if you don't, if 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 you don't like, if you it, don't agree. Yeah, yeah. you Don't agree with it.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. You can't. You can't. Step on this line. Wow, there is relationships being lost. Mm. There is um, even families. Like mm-hmm. we have to go back to the I, like I've seen some people say like if you have lost family because of this issue, like awesome. I don't wow, think, I don't think that's I, I don't think that's God's Mm-mm. will. No, like that's the world. That's the world. View. Yeah, that's the worldview. Mm-hmm. But as believers, if we accept that view. Mm-hmm. And we don't go back to the Bible, Mm. that the word of God says that if we won't provide for our family, we're Mm. worse than an unbeliever. Come on now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to go back to our roots.
1: Yeah.
2: We have to go back to Jesus. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's good. If we don't go back to our Christian roots of following Jesus, and we don't invite Jesus in and the Holy Spirit in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we won't receive the peace that surpasses all understanding.
1: Come on, man.
2: Surpasses all understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. have to understand. God's not asking you to understand. Mm -hmm. God is asking you to trust him and what he's doing and the healing that he wants to bring. But if you trust you, yourself, and -hmm. don't invite God into that, guess what? You're in control, not God. Mm -hmm. And it's going to get worse. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we can't fight that way. We have to fight in the way that God's calling us to fight in the spiritual realms. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Mm -hmm. principalities come on the things that we as christians need to believe more in yeah Mm -hmm. that we need to wake up with an armor Mm -hmm. not an imaginary armor yeah but a faith armor yeah that we would get up with the word of god Mm. knowing that there's demons Mm. knowing that there's hatred out there in demons Mm -hmm. there is pride in demons Mm -hmm. and if if the prince of this world Mm -hmm. is to conquer, how's he going to conquer? Yeah. Through hate, Mm -hmm. pride, jealousy, all of those things Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with God. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that God's been teaching me about, watch your heart. Yeah. Because what you say, Mm -hmm. if it's connected to you, then it will be about you. Wow. And if, and it won't make anything better. Mm-mm. So I think right now, we can go back to the word of God, where it says, Do not lean on your own understanding, but trust God. Yeah. And I think that, that right now, everybody's leaning on their own understanding and are not willing to hear other people's understanding. That's good. Of the issue. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think if we come together, in order for us to have unity, we need to have humility. That's good. There yeah, is yeah, no yeah. unity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In America, mm-hmm. because there's no humility. No wow. willingness to understand one another. Wow. To say, man, I get that point. I understand that. Wow. I, I never saw that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. I see that how that hurts you. Well, let me tell you how this is hurting me. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how it's affecting me. Wow. Because when we are in a victim mindset, we're not willing to see how we're actually affecting another person. Wow. Victim mindset... Mm. It's centered on one person. Wow. It's centered on one thing. Yep. And it won't move out of that. Yep. Because I'm hurt. Yeah, exactly. It's about me. Look, I'm Mexican. Mm -hmm. I get it. There's a (laughs) lot of things that, you know, have happened to Mexican culture right now. There's a lot of things that are not okay. But me fighting in the wrong way won't make it better.
1: Come on now. It
2: won't make it better. And me pointing out, A certain color
1: as the issue Mm -mm. Mm
2: will make it better.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good.
2: There's other colors involved in it as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And just because the majority of the color is one color doesn't mean that it's just that color.
1: Right.
2: We have to go back to the issue. We have to go back to like, okay, what are we going to do in unity? What are we gonna do together? Division is of the devil. Come on. Is not of God. Yep. Is of the devil. Yep. So we need to come back as believers. Like I'm hearing stories of believers shutting down other believers yeah. because of what they're saying and they're not um, for this move or that move or mm-hmm. what move. You need to step into one move if not. Mm. Like, what is the kingdom of heaven divided? Come on now. When we go to heaven, mm. Are we not going to see our brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to be separated? Mm. That's not the kingdom of God. Come on. Come on. I asked the person, um, a believer that I had a conversation with, and I um, they had hate towards another person mm. for relationship, whatever issue it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I I asked that person, are you willing to forgive them? Mm. What? No, no, no. They hurt me so much. You know, this person's a snake. Mm. Mama, they betrayed me. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you're a believer. Mm. Mm-hmm. How many times have you betrayed Jesus? Mm. Mm. And he still loves you. Mama. And he still forgives you. Preach it. Mm-hmm. And I ask him, so what's going to happen when you see that person in heaven? Mm. <laughs> because if they're in heaven... And you say you don't want to be around them. You don't even want to see them. Mm. If they go to heaven, where are you going? Yep. yep. If you don't want to see them. Wow.
1: Mm. Well,
2: that's good. Victim mindset blinds you. Yep. It blinds you. Yep. Wow. And you know what happens in order for us to open up our eyes? We need to hear what we don't want to hear.
1: Yep. Truth.
2: We need to hear it. Yep. We need to hear it. Our eyes need to be opened up. We need to hear the truth. We need to hear what Jesus says. We need to hear what the Lord thinks about this. Who we should be as his children. Come on. I I love one thing that Jesus said. That he told us to judge correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correctly.
1: That's good. Mm -hmm.
2: I think as believers, instead of thinking that we can judge correctly we should ask god what that correctly means
1: mm. instead of putting our own two cents in it
2: yeah I, I i actually went to a job to clean a house on What is was it on i think it was yesterday wednesday mm-hmm. no uh two no no no. yeah wednesday mm-hmm. i went to clean a house no it was actually thursday Now i don't remember it was just one day I don't even know what that is today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know? But I go in there and I tell my wife and I'm like, you know, with everything going on right now, in the area that I'm going, there's going to be some white people there. Yeah. And I hope <laughs> that all of this is going on. Yeah. It doesn't bounce on me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Wow. And, I, and, I, and I hope... That doesn't happen. And she said, no, I doubt it. It's not going to happen. Mm. Okay, that's great. I, I I went and I went to work and I saw the lady outside and she waved because I seemed kind of lost. And I was like, I was like, okay, that's her. You know, she was talking to a neighbor, family, I don't know, put to another person. Mm. And evidently they are white also. So yeah. I just waved and I'm like, okay. And I just parked. And then the other lady was uh, in front of my car where I parked. And um, she moves so I can park um, there so I can clean the house. And as she goes and turns around, she comes beside my, like in front of my car, opens the door, and starts taking pictures of me. What, what was my feeling? My thought was like, wow, you think I'm a criminal? <laughs> you think I'm going to hurt her? Wow. You know? Wow. But one thing that God taught me in that moment of like, okay. Now, she got back into her car, starts you know driving away, and she like looked at me, and I just looked at her, and I smiled, and <laughs> loved her with my smile, and told her, I'm not taking that against you. Come on, man. Because I don't know what you've been through.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know why you're scared. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know your trauma. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have to understand, people have trauma. People yeah. have ideas in their mind that might not be right, but in their mind, it's right. In Their heart, they might be scared mm-hmm. because they saw a movie of a Mexican killing. Another, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know where that comes, right? Right, but good. I'm not God, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna jump into that person's soul and be like, Well, I'm gonna see what, it, what mm. everything you feel. I don't know, I don't know, I don't understand, yeah. I don't understand why that person would do that, well, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is where I told God, I'm like, God, I'm gonna go. Walk into that house, and I'm gonna clean it, and I'm gonna be such a light. I'm gonna respond and mm. love. Come on now. I'm gonna love. I'm gonna love them for that. Your power will be revealed, and that you will be glorified. Man, I got tip fifteen dollars.
1: Come on, bro. From that house. Wow. Jesus.
2: I had a dream. It was funny because I, it was like a year ago, I asked God like. Um, cause I had this dream where God was talking to me about racism Mm. and, and he wanted, uh, in this, in this dream, Mm -hmm. Jesus, uh, took me into this room Mm. where, uh, they were interviewing people,
1: Mm.
2: um, to hire them for a position. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of the white people that were interviewed Mm -hmm. and there was a Hispanic guy that was like, it looked like he was the deal for that job. Wow. But God was showing me, I was like at the backs, just, it was like a stage scene, you know, and mm-hmm. the Hispanic person didn't get the job and it was obvious because he was Hispanic. Mm. Mm. And I was getting upset. I was mad. Of like, it's not fair. Mm. Like, like, this guy deserves that position.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He has all that it takes and more than the other people. But just because he's Hispanic, that's not fair. And then Jesus responded. He said, you want to know how you end racism? Mm. And I was like, how? Mm. How you respond to it? Come on now. It's good. How you respond to it. That's good. How will you respond to it? Mm.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: And then after he said that, then I saw Hispanics, black community, Mm -hmm. cleaning up their community. They all had garbage bags and they were all cleaning it up, cleaning up their community, making the community look nice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm loving people
1: yeah
2: what people corner them to be Mm -hmm. they were saying i'm not that person and i'm gonna prove it that's good but being the opposite of that that's good so the question is what's a response to this Mm -hmm. we've seen already what hate does what the the response of hate does it brings actually fear And even other black people, other Hispanics, other whites, it brings fear of like, anybody can't enter my home now and literally just shoot me or, you know, take advantage of of me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So now we have a full community that is scared Mm. because of hatred, Mm. because of a move of hatred. Mm.
1: Mm.
2: We need to know how to respond.
1: That's good.
2: I'm I'm Mexican. I get hurt, yeah. But what's my response? That's good. How will we Christians respond to this? Mm-hmm. How would Jesus respond to this?
1: Mm-hmm. And see, it's it's interesting you are going there because, um, man, it's deep. Uh, one one of the major things that I I had a dream about um, was, uh, I was um I was watching this fight. It was almost like um like a boxing match. This is actually when I was in Chicago on a missions trip. And I was watching this boxing match and I remember um the opponent he did a foul and he wasn't supposed to do it and the referee did not call it out. So the fight continued. And then he made the foul again. And I remember on this side, um the the opponent and his comrades were saying, hey man, that's a foul. You know, and they're throwing the towel in and they're angry and they're upset because of what they saw. Yeah. And the referee turned around and said, you know, hey, it's my ring. You know, I didn't call it a foul, it's fine. It's like, but that's a foul, man. You gotta read the rules, it's a foul. And, and in me, like in that dream for you, I really got upset because it's like, okay, well then you're overlooking law. Yeah. You're overlooking rules. And you're overlooking regulations, and and that shouldn't be right. And so I started getting on the side of the other person. And God, in that moment, He told me He was like, "But do you know the rules of boxing?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Did you ask the referee what the rule is about boxing? Mm. No. So how can you side with those who are angry? Mm. They may not. They may. They may know some stuff. But they don't know the background of what the... Re- He's been doing it longer. Yeah. So he knows how to call a, a shot a shot. Yeah. And so, so there's this idea that those on the outside, we will get angry yeah. and we will get frustrated. But none of us, as you just called out, none of us will ask Jesus, what is really written? Yeah. What is your response? And the last I checked in John, Jesus, when he was persecuted... He, he gave no response except love. And and so then he gives us the same response to love. Um, that's amazing. Um, well, I hope you guys are taking notes at home. Uh, we will continue this process. Um, so we're going to move now to questions and answers. Um, so our very dear friend, uh, Greg... Uh, is here with us uh, to moderate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you guys have at home, if you guys have any questions, please do write in. Um, and and I'd be more than willing, uh, both Victor and I would be more than willing to answer those questions. Um, but uh, yeah, Greg, go ahead. I'm
3: just going to try and see if I can set this down real
1: quick. Go for so it. it. That would be. Mm-hmm. it Got two cameras going at the same time. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I
3: guess I'll talking to home everybody's watching it now, sorry. Um So, um as Jermaine asked me to come um to this to film to uh, ask questions that he felt God would have placed in my heart, um, I do have some, but these are gonna be questions I guess I'm gonna leave to both of you Victor as well, like yeah. um so you can answer too. And um,
2: I don't like answering
1: you, you take the yeah I'll take the heat uh, whoever's outspoken the most <laughs>
3: so okay so for either, either or whoever wants to answer this um, okay so this is going to be like uh, what is culture in the bible um, God separated the people right so if you think about Adam and Eve right and, and you have the genealogies are going down until you get to the part where it's they're building the tower of babylon i mean that's yeah. i don't know how many generations that is but you're, you're we're all we technically all come from adam and so absolutely so what does that mean one race <laughs> right Pretty so people, god separated the people when they built the tower of babylon are we truly united are we truly related um in that perspective that kind of like that question would be like you know um he made different languages, but do you think at that point he changed our our race or our culture in a sense? Each like individual person. I
1: mean, right. Um, so, like,
3: yeah, language has a dialect. That, that makes
1: sense. Right, that's a good question. Um, I, my my response to that question would be, um, and to the viewers at home, if you if you look scientifically at your DNA, um, your DNA um, is is the same strand as your neighbors, okay? That is the human genome. Um, It is is the same. Different molecular structures based on the culture, you know, or what we call ethnicity, but it is the same kind. It's numbered the same. In fact, it looks exactly identical. Uh, The only thing in it is what we call pigmentation And so pigmentation has to do with, scientists will tell you this, pigmentation will will give way to the climate that you are in. So to answer your question further, when God scattered them, he did not scatter them by color. He scattered them by language. And the Bible says they went hither and thither. And uh, as uh, my pastor would say, uh, that means you went across town and across town. (laughs) So, So one went to Boston, one went to, you know, New Orleans. And so, but they scattered. So that means you went elsewhere. So if you are leaving hotter climate, going to a cooler climate, your skin will change. Okay. And so, but that's not why he scattered them. He did not scatter them by, by their color, he scattered them by their language, because the Bible says, according to God himself, he says, if I do not confound their language, he says they will have one language and they will continue to do evil. Okay, because they were trying to build a tower to God and, and their main objective of building that tower was to overthrow his kingdom. So he destroyed the tower and confused their language. And so, so, there's this idea that it is not by, he loved their culture, but he was trying to disma- dismantle the evil doings, so he gave them culture of language, not race, and then he dispersed them, the Bible says. So, so, if you trace your ancestry back to that time, then you are not looking at race as in color, you are looking at your language. And so that's why I would always, uh, even now, I would encourage people trace your language back, and you will find that your language goes back to the tower. See, not your skin color, but the language, because everyone spoke the same language. So
3: it's interesting because, like, you look at different languages like Spanish, mm-hmm. French—they're kind of similar. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Italian, right? That's also mm-hmm. similar. Yes. And then you have English, which, like. I've learned some words in Mandarin that sound like, like one word is like Tambian, which sounds like a Spanish word for also. Yeah. But it actually means, I'm not going to say it, but. <laughs>
1: okay. But, I, I just, <laughs> but <Yeah>. uh
3: so, <laughs> but what, <laughs> as, as you were kind of talking about Tire Babylon, and, and as you gave that, um, what God was speaking through the scriptures, um, this is kind of actually a question that comes to me now. So this is, because I have a piece of paper has a bunch of questions already, it. But mm-hmm. MWO, New World Order, right? So, mm-hmm. what is that, and why is that bad? Because okay. I've heard, because I, have heard about a little bit about it, but like just for viewers to watch, like I can't really explain it, but I, I know it's bad. Like I've heard it's bad. So right. Yeah. Like, what is it, and and why is it bad? Right.
1: So, since we're talking about social justice right now, okay, we're talking about where racism comes from racism is is not a color thing it is a system of power and so what you where you get that from or new world order you get that from the roman um uh the roman culture okay uh not the not the race see now uh you'll find that during this time everyone that's watching you will find during this time I will never mention race or ethnicity I'll mention Culture or systems because culture is the environment that you grew up in and the system is what's over the culture See? So this is not about race. See he's a race. I'm a race. Okay. He's an ethnicity I'm an eth- ethnicity, but but we all live in the same culture See the difference and so so you'll find me interchangeably using those words So for those who are watching you will never find me or Victor saying race This is not a racial thing this is a system and culture thing, okay? Something that's taught. So where where that New World Order came from was a Roman culture. The Roman culture at the time, they dominated almost half of the known world. Okay? And their main mantra was to make the world like Rome. Okay? Hence the term win in Rome. Okay, if you've heard that term, many people use that term. When in Rome, do what the Romans do. Okay, that was their mantra. Why? It's because their main idea of, of building culture was to take over other cultures and to implement Roman ideas and, and mindsets. And so their Congress did the same thing. So they had embassies all over the world. They had all these different things, and they would go into different cultures and teach those cultures how to live like romans okay and so you had this idea that all of their caesars which we read about uh both in history and in the bible um considered themselves demigods and so in that hierarchy um they believed that they were the supremeness of other cultures as well as uh as well as dominating other cultures and so they started to create what we know now as neo, neo supremacy, or neo Nazis. And so, if you look at the same symbol historically, okay, and biblically, if you look at this this uh, the symbol of the Roman uh, government, it's an eagle with a crooked cross. So, if you look at that, which is an ancient symbol, you will find that same symbol on the neo Nazis' outfit. It's an eagle with a crooked cross. So it's a passed down. See that? It's not a race thing. It's a passed down culture of supremacy. Let's just go here and take over. So you find that same thing going on. And so that is why it's bad is because it's not a race thing. It is a culture that needs to be stopped. talk. Don't, don't talk about it no more. Don't teach it anymore because you're ruining lives. You see? White people are not evil. Okay. It is the culture by which they have been taught from that is evil and so if you deal with the culture in that principality which is a neo-racist mindset then you will save the culture see and so so that is where that is coming from and so so the big scare of new world order this is why a lot of a lot of Christians say well man we just need to stop it yes but for me biblically I'm saying we need to stop it for a very different reason, because according to the Bible, that is where the enemy has taken his seat. See that? See how that's shifted? He's taken his seat in that kind of era. And so when you find that going on, uh, when you find that going on, this is why the Bible says he will use that system to try to take over the world and persecute Christians. Why? Because it's a system of hatred. See, it's not a race thing. It's a system of hatred. So he would he would so use that. That would be his base. Why? Because it's so fueled for the same reason. See? So that's why it's bad. That's why it's wrong. Is because it is a it is a system of hatred, and it needs to stop. Okay? So before I ask the next question, um, Richard, do you have anything you'd
3: like to ask? I don't want to no. cut you off. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm
2: learning here, too. So, so um...
3: Like I talked to you, Jermaine. I think it was a couple weeks ago, and um, uh, I'll ask this question. So you're talking about like i I mean, uh, you know, you guys aren't talking about race, but just because of the questions I'm going to ask. Do no, you- go for it. Okay. Um, you know, we have blacks versus whites, which you were talking just talking about, right? And we know that culturally, they say all oh, white people are racist. <laughs> but what about Blacks versus Blacks? Like, I've heard this, like, uh, mm-hmm. as any Christian who may have listened to any Christian songs know, um, Taryn Wells, he's mm-hmm. actually half black, half white, and he, and I was looking up one of his interviews, it was saying he feels divided. He feels like he can't be in the black culture, and he can't be in, really be in the white culture because he has yes. skin, yes. but also he's too white of a skin to really be fitting in, and I've seen this before, and I've heard about it, like, you know, people, Blacks will say you're not black enough just because of the what kind of shade you are right. so mm-hmm. uh, with that like people who people who are like are not black enough um, if and then you have blacks versus mexican I've heard about stuff like that happening like there's gangs that were facing off each other racial if this was about skin why do they why do we have attacks versus different shades of color I mean like like just to kind of clarify, it's like if it's just about blacks versus white, and they're saying that white people are racist. Why is it that in the in the black culture, mm-hmm. they themselves are attacking each other? And that makes sense. Like right. because of oh, well, you're not dark enough. Oh, you're too light skinned. You're too white. Mm-hmm. It it's it, it's this dominating type of thing of like who can be more oppressed in a sense. It feels right. Like.
1: Um. So to answer that question, which is a very good question. Um, I have dealt with that. Um, so growing up, for those who are watching me now, uh, and for our members who are watching, um, you know that I am very, very dark. Um, <laughs> praise God. I love my skin color. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, uh, but the idea that I, as I was growing up, uh, for those who may not know my history, um, I am part white. I'm actually part Jewish and German, and and so my my great greats were white as white as can get. <laughs> um, and so, but of course, I also come from a family of Ethiopians. My mom is Ethiopian, and so her parents and further down the generations are very very dark dark dark. I mean, like black dark. And so so when you meet my mom and you meet me. I am considered in Ethiopian culture very white because I'm very lighter than them and so and so when I would have visits from a lot of my cousins and those different things, I did get picked on and I was called the white kid of the family. But if I would transfer and go over to the white side of my family, I was dark. <laughs> 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 so, so, so you got my grandpa who's, who's a rabbi, big fluffy beard, yarmulke, <laughs> and six foot one, and he's white. And so it's like, so, so it's this idea of I understand what, what uh, Brother Terrence is going through because I experienced that. And so I didn't feel rejected, but I did feel the in-between. And there are going to be those moments where when you get mixed ethnicities together, some of those kids need to understand that they are loved. And that's what I want, want to really speak to because on both sides, I received that confirmation that I was loved. Some cultures do not do that. see. And so to answer your question further, in the African-American community here in the United States, it is different in the African, And I'm going to say that for those who are watching, there is a difference. Okay, There is Africans lived there and were born there and you have African-Americans who we talked about and we will get into this later in the program where they were slaves and they were brought to the United States. Okay, So there's African-Americans, they still have their culture and history from there. But then you have Africans. In Africa, they don't have that. Everybody the same shape. <laughs> okay? And so when an African-American goes mm-hmm. over there, See the difference? You have culture difference. The culture here, and I'm just going to say it because we are gonna get into this in the next segment. That's
3: it. <laughs> you have
1: African-Americans here. They're, they have lost their African culture. So when they go there, they go there with an American mindset. See, again, I'm gonna shift it. We're not talking about race or, or color. You're talking about culture. So it is a culture clash, not a race clash. So, when the Africans look at an African-American, they say, what's wrong with you? They're not picking on him because of his shade. They're picking on him because you have lost yourself. See? You have lost your worth. You ain't none of it, the- Man, get that off of you! And so, that's why they pick on him. Because they, they've been Americanized. You've lost your African roots. See? Get, get back to who you are. And so, you will never find a Zulu complaining about his race. Why? He doesn't get bothered with it. (laughs) See? And so here, it's a culture clash. So when Africans come here, that's why they say, man, I got to get out of here. Because it's just, y'all are so bent on this stuff. I don't care. I'm good with me. See? Why? Because I live with me. Africans tell me this all the time. I live with me. I ain't got no problems. So if that's your problem, that's you. You don't bring that over here. Why? Because it's a culture thing. I wasn't taught that. I love you. But if you say you hate me, whatever <laughs> see they're good so that's a culture thing see so what terence is talking about is a culture thing it's because african americans here as i have experienced have lost that we have we have lost our sense of respect for our own color we've lost our sense of respect for our own heritage and you find you find so many african americans talk about harriet Tubman. And I'm going to say this to you viewers, okay? Um, We talk about Black History Month. And we treat it as if it's an event. It's not an event. That is your history. That's how you got here. And so when when us as black people... Okay, I'm talking to y'all. I love you. But when we start treating it as an event every month or every year. And then I guess it's over now. No, you just... You just tapped into your heritage that you need to live in. Harriet Tubman was a real black woman. She was an African-American woman and she was a slave. Hardly spoke English, but God gave her a revelation that her people needed to be free. Okay, that's that's history. When we stop treating it as an event and start treating it as culture, then that would actually magnify everything. And then it would shape us differently and it would shape the next generation differently Does that make sense so so to answer that question a little further um and and i i I say this because i'm very adamant about it um this is why i do believe there is a depravity okay to go back to what you mentioned there's a depravity with those um who i've met who come from africa and they move into african-american communities thinking that they will be received to be honest i i think it's a flip you find the african-american culture here which is and i know i'm gonna get some emails go ahead and write them um it is thug driven okay it is standing on the corner okay for the majority i'm not talking about all of african americans there are businessmen and women in the african-american community god bless you oprah winfrey god bless you i love you dearly Uh, But but there are the, the main thing that is taught is is a is a fatherless and motherless black community. Okay, and in that community, you find the children that grow up, grow up on the streets, not understanding their African heritage. And so when an African moves into their neighborhood, it's oh man, this is how we do it here. And it's like, what? Get a job, man. Why? Because he came from Africa, where they work. They don't hold up the corner. They own businesses and towers, and they make their own living. So they come here, and they see an African young boy sitting on the corner waiting for some dope. It's like, man, what the heck are you doing? This is what I do. No, that's not who you are. That's what's going on. See? So it ain't his shade. They're trying to get him out of the system and back into culture. See that? And so that's what we've done. So when we see Africans, we say, oh man, see, stay away from them. Why? Because they are a different culture from us. And they live differently than us because they're not Americanized. They haven't been stripped. And, and so it is something that we need to actually get back into and understand that we are not a, hallelujah, we are not a beaten culture. We are a nation within a nation. And then I'm going to flip this and go to the Jewish people. The Jews are the same thing. Different culture. Okay? Both of them are light-skinned, but different culture. See that? And so this is why you found those who were Irish and those who were Jewish. Back when they were moving to the the New York areas, you had signs like, No Irish need apply. Or, No Jews here. Both of them, you're white. (laughs) See? Why? No, it was a culture clash. Why? Because the Jews are a chosen people. Come on. And a chosen heritage before God. But they brought that to America and it clashed. See? So now you found white people saying, oh man, don't be hanging around with them Jewish folk, man. They just they steal a lot. That's a lie. See, so that's a culture thing. So so what we're dealing with is a culture, watch this, of hatred. See that? It goes both ways. So you have darks on darks because of culture, and you have whites on whites because of the same thing. It's a culture thing. It is how you are raised. And if one culture is different than you, the thing that you're taught is to hate what is different instead of to love what is different. And so that's what needs to shift and change. So in the African-American community, I'm speaking to you, change. Receive your African roots. Receive our African brothers. They can teach us a whole lot of stuff, okay. And get you out of the system of mindset that you are an abused nation. You are not. You are a strong people, okay. And to my Jewish roots, okay, you are not hated. You are loved. And your white your white friends can learn a lot from you, okay. And you white people, you can learn a lot from the Jews, okay. So get out of yourself, both cultures. Get out of yourself. And learn to love what is different about the other culture because you can learn something. So go ahead. That's good. Yeah. Good. Oh. Sorry, I'm gonna pop that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Praise God. Uh, well,
3: Victor, I mean, I know that you uh heard, you said that you were born in Mexico. I mean, you haven't said
2: on video, but kind of like gonna say that. Why are you telling people? not telling people? <laughs> <laughs>
3: But culturally, right, so I kind of just wanted to, you came to America at what age? Seven. Seven? Did you have any difficulties while you, when, when you came to America? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, a lot of difficulties, especially speaking, speaking the language. My my teacher was uh, animation, Cartoon Network, and that's how I learned to speak English. And um, that's just watching cartoons. Going to school, I remember that uh, the teachers would try to talk to me, and I did not understand what they said, uh, but I always went back to my cartoons, and that's how I remember that I started adapting to the language and understanding it more, and then, from there on, I learned the language, so. Wow. All right,
3: so, um, talking about this, this is actually, we're going to go a little deep in this one, I mean, this question is going to be a very basic question, but knowing Jermaine <laughs> So, um, identity in the Bible. What is your number one identity?
1: Human. No, for real.
3: Victor's <laughs> 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 so like, like, here we go. So, like, for me, just to kind of, like clarify it, what, what is a child of God? And, like, what does that mean? Right? Because it says, you know, yeah. the old has passed, the new has come. So, right. it's that you, you um... I was watching this Facebook uh, video on um, a, a, a pastor or a preacher. A lady was speaking, mm-hmm. and she was basically saying, "My number on the identity is I'm a child of God. It's not the fact that it's, it's my skin. That, you know, I'm not a woman who is black. I'm not a right. black African woman. But now that's what you were talking about culture. But like now, identity, right? Because this is something that like right. people can find. Like, what is my identity? Like, what does mm-hmm. God have to say about who I am? Okay. Um because you, with what uh like what todd white said one time he says you cut the skin guess what we're all the same you have bone, right. eyes lungs heart um, bleed the same yeah, yeah so i mean if if you can go on you can kind of go into the, like direction of what i'm talking about like child of god or you can go like just but but identity like yeah. what is it you know what, is what does it that say mean in the bible what does it teach you and lot of stuff
1: i would um and i'll pitch this to, to victor as well um because I think this is something that he and I actually were talking about very deeply um, for both of our churches. Because uh, it's something that I teach on a lot. Um, but for the sake of this platform, I do want to say to our viewers and listeners, um, in Genesis chapter uh, chapter two, uh, two and three, where where God uh, creates humanity. One of the things that I love the most is that um, we get our being, human being. And that's why I say that. We are humans, being. He says, um, God form la- formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of lives. Uh, that word uh, breath is pneuma in Latin and in Hebrew it's ruach, uh, which is the, the spirit of God. So he says he breathes into man, into the human being that he just made, a shell. The breath of lives, many lives. He said man became a living being. So humanity in itself, we are, we are living beings, full of the breath, the ruach of God. Okay, And so when we, when we are alive we are living we are active we are in his image we are in his likeness and so all of those different things are are from him that's what makes us us and so i do agree with my with my black sister which she said that because it is true more than just my culture more than just anything i am a human that's what i was made to be and then in the depth of that humanity because of his spirit, the Bible says the spirit of God, which we received from him, identifies us as children of God, or the Latin word for children is begotten, born. So when God said and breathed, he birthed us. So we are the begotten of God. See, we were born of God's spirit. So that makes us children of God. And then when you add the redemptive work of Jesus, that, which is by his blood, that sealed the matter. So it literally sealed humanity forever as children of God. That's why he was called the second Adam. He bridged the gap that the first Adam messed up on. See that? And so he now bridged our humanity with divinity. So now we're back to being children of God, humans. So you're not just culture. You're not just language, you are human, you are made in my image. He's in the image of God, he made the male and female, not black and white, come on. He said male and female, he created them, and he gave them life, okay? So live, you are human beings. You are made in the image of God, and you are beautiful. Different shapes, different heights, different ethnicities, different cultures, you are all human. Um, that is who you are. Um but
3: That's talk? really good. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. just real quick to add on to breath, uh Bible study on Thursday, uh one of our associate pastors Shane, was someone, he looked at the definition, just like the English, right? So mm-hmm. of, of uh uh breath. Mm-hmm. And the uh I forgot the word he used, but when you look at the definition, it's like the old meaning of it. Mm-hmm. The, like the really outdated means life. Isn't that crazy? Life, so <laughs> nice.
1: We can't, can't live
3: without breathing.
2: Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, the Spirit of God is calling us back to that, calling Call us, us back word. to the image of God. Mm. Yeah, because we know that separation came when sin came, when, we, when, when sin came, when we obeyed our desires. So there was a separation of knowing our identity. And when we don't know our identity, we're free to do whatever we want. Because we don't really know purpose. We don't know life. We don't know what we stand for, really. If it's good or bad, we just do it. So God is calling us back to what is good. And if, if we look at humanity, um, let's just say what, what God declares good, we might not declare good. Mm. Our... Yeah. Our own uh, mindset, our own heart. We probably think that some things that God uh, says are bad. We are now starting to say it's good. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say we. I'm saying like the people that have been created by God Mm -hmm. to be with God. When they don't accept God, they begin to form their own ideas. Wow. And then we have that mastermind that is the devil that actually starts Printing ideas that seem to be good to them, mm-hmm. but they're actually not good to God. So I'll give you one of the things that I don't I don't understand and and, and the, the enemy always brings a bunch of examples um so that we know won't know the identity that we're called to be. Mm-hmm. So he would use examples that seem good, that seem wise, but they they're not really wise at the end. So we, we talk about even abortion We talk about abortion how now people believe that that's a that's a good thing abortion is a good thing my body you know i can do whatever i want with it and we can all come into conclusions with with all of that of what we think but the thing is that as believers the thing is that when when we're believers we're supposed to be connected with god go there and when we're connected with god we get to know god's will and god's identity over our lives, yeah. and when we don't know God's will and God's identity over our life, then we start reaping mm-hmm. what the flesh desires,
3: mm-hmm.
2: what we want. Mm-hmm. And when we wanna hear what God says about it, we don't care what God says about it. I mean, there's there's people that call themselves believers that go against God's will because they don't read the word of God. Yeah. They don't go back to the word of God. They don't go mm-hmm. back to who God is, the mm-hmm. creator, who mm-hmm. is calling them back. So we have to understand that when God is calling us back uh, in, in the name of Jesus, when we accept Jesus, we're coming back to our family. That's good. We're coming back to the beginning. Mm. We're coming back to what we know who is mm. our father. So there, there's no longer orphans.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But we're all children of God. And I, and I think that this is, this is amazing because honestly, I know that there's a, there's a point that people say like, well, I don't look at your color. You know when I'm when oh. I'm in the room with you, right? <laughs> yeah. and I'm I like, heard this. Yeah, I, you know I'm like I look at your color, <laughs> but I don't judge you for it. Thank you. You yeah. know I I notice the color, but I love you. That's good. And I love your color, and yeah. I and I love who God created you to be. Yeah. You know, and and I think being in the same room is what Satan's trying to divide. Yeah. That identity to be in the same room because of what he's trying to bring into the world, yep. hatred. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think we have to go back to the center of who we are in God. That's good. Center of children of God, children of God, mm-hmm. children of God. Now, when, when we have all of this talk about race and um, injustice and, st- and and all of this happening, we're not saying that we're okay with that. Mm-mm. We're not saying that we're okay with everything that's going on,
1: yeah.
2: that, you know, we, I think that we need to come and respond in a different way. Yeah. I think that we need to say, hey, like there is people that are my brothers and my sisters that we want to protect. That's good. That we want to say, hey, mm-hmm. we need justice for our brothers and sisters. Come on. We, we need the system to be changed. Yeah. We need justice, true justice. Mm-hmm. But how we respond to it and how we want, let's just say we want it to by force. Anything done by force does doesn't have a great outcome.
1: Yeah.
2: So we need to come back to a real response. Yeah. Where we don't hurt one another, mm-hmm. but we love one another.
0: That's
2: good. So, yeah, I think we just, you, you put it straight how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're, coming, we're coming back to being children of God, each one of us.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks so much for checking in to this part one of this episode. We're going to release this part two later on this week. Just because we want you guys to digest what's been said thus far. There's a lot of things that be chewing on. Like I said before, this is a lot. It's really important to be able to discuss these things as well. In the meantime, please just continue to educate, 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 and grow alongside with each other. As well as, if you guys have not already, go and check out the Poyama PDX podcast. Subscribe and leave a review or check out our website or if you have any questions, you can please reach out. I'm here to uh, talk to you and to be here for you guys. So we'll see you guys later on this week.